0: Do you feel like your life has been put on hold indefinitely? And not only that, do you feel like you're disconnected or even cut off from parts of your life that you really enjoyed, not sure if they're ever going to come back? Well, if that's you, you're not alone. I'll be back in just a few to talk about it. This is Nero Feliciano, and welcome to the All Things Life podcast. I'm a wife, a mom of four, and a cognitive psychotherapist. And I'm really excited to share these conversations and interviews with you that will hopefully help you live a healthier, fuller, and more peaceful life. Once again, happy Sunday, everyone. And if you're listening to this on Sunday, I hope you're having a great weekend. It is a hot one here in Connecticut. But we are enjoying it, enjoying the summer, especially trying to keep focused on all the things that we can do And can enjoy even in the midst of still a pandemic, even in the midst of having to make many decisions in a short amount of time, especially regarding school. I know many of you are feeling the stress of that right now and thinking about the unknown. But I always try and go back instead of thinking about what we can't do and what we don't have, what we can do and what we can enjoy still and there still is so much, there still is so much and and even in this, God continues to speak to us so today, I wanted to share a story with you because lately, you know I think as this goes on, sometimes it 's hard to find your footing it 's hard to know where you are spiritually, emotionally, psychologically, there are a lot of fluctuations. There are a lot of numbing emotions going on too. Many of us numb out when we're feeling stress. So I don't know if you've noticed you've been distracted or feeling numb. And I'm going to talk about distraction next week because I don't know if you know this, but your brain was actually wired to be distracted on some level. It's really interesting. I'm going to talk about it later. But the feelings of numb, numbness, we do a lot of things to numb out these emotions, especially when there's high levels of stress or anxiety, which many of us have been experiencing. And it's actually a defense mechanism. Because if we felt everything there was to feel, it could be very overwhelming, both emotionally, psychologically, and physically, because our body reacts physically to the things that we experience emotionally and psychologically. So actually feeling numb at different times, losing yourself on social media, losing track of time, zoning out, spending time doing mindless things is actually very normal. We're seeing more and more of those periods during this time in the pandemic. And in these past few weeks, I definitely had moments of that, but my thoughts were more about feeling like life was on hold. I know I had gone through these spurts where there was a lot of activity, there was a lot of movement. I felt very certain of my goals and even my purpose in my life and where God was taking me in that. And around about now, I've had many days that feel like Groundhog's Day, where we're doing the same things, I'm thinking some of the same things, I feel like I'm on this cycle and... I want to move forward in some ways. I want to move forward with my family, with whatever my plans were for my life, whatever the plans I thought God had for my life. But I felt like I was somewhat disconnected and cut off from that. And then you can get complacent and sometimes even apathetic. And it doesn't last long, but certainly in this past week, I felt it a little bit more towards the beginning of the week. What I was reminded of this week is that God knows exactly how we feel when we're feeling it. He knows how we feel before we're feeling it. And He's really willing to speak to us. I know I've spoken to different people and I've spoken myself about what it's like to hear from God. And one thing I just want to say is the reason that I hear from God is because I want to. I'm not special. Really, it's not a gift. Sometimes... The prophetic, we talk about it in terms of a gift because there are different degrees of it. We can hear for other people. Some people really hear quite clearly, but everyone has the ability to hear from God. And that is part of being in a relationship with God. I know one of the reasons I do hear from God and I have heard from God often in my life is because I'm looking for God, I'm seeking God. And and really what that means is I make time for God in my life. That might be meditation, it might be going to read my devotionals, it may be listening to different sermons or speakers regularly, because I know that God will use all those things to speak to me. There are other ways that I've heard from God. There's different people who've brought me words where they've heard from God for me, or something they heard resonated with something they knew about me, and they felt moved to tell me about that. And then different signs in the world, and I know many of you have experienced that, where things just, this couldn't have been a coincidence, this actually was really meaningful based on what I was thinking and what I was going through. Well, this week I had another one of those experiences, and it just illustrates the way that God speaks to us in our own language. And when He does speak, He reassures us that He knows what we're thinking, He knows what we're feeling. So this story has to do with gardening. And and if you know me... Anyone who knows me, until really about a year ago, I would kill everything green. I, I mean, I am not joking. I've had cactuses, cacti, that have died in my kitchen. I mean, they can survive the heat of the desert and the drought, but not in my air-conditioned kitchen. I've killed orchids, the kinds that you only put ice cubes in, dead, dead, dead. I've had to give them to other people to revive them. So gardening, plants, green things are not my forte. But last year, I met up with a woman who showed me a lot about gardening. We did a lot of planting in my gardening in my garden, and I learned a lot about it. So this year, I've been walking around my garden, looking at the things that have come back after I've planted them last year, the perennials. Those are the ones that come back every year, in case your gardening experience is a lot like mine. And it's been interesting to see how they've come back fuller, and some of them have come back completely out of control. And in this kind of, you know, reckless form, they're kind of taking over my garden. So I was walking around my garden saying, I need to cut these back. I know I need to cut these back, but um, I'll do it tomorrow or it's raining today or it's been too hot. But this has been on my mind all week. I need to make time to cut these plants back because they're kind of growing in a way that I didn't want them to grow. So... The next day, after I've been thinking about this for a few days, I decided to go on my treadmill. And when I'm on my treadmill, I am so easily distracted and music really doesn't do it for me anymore. I have to listen to something. I have to listen to a podcast. I have to watch a video, a short video on YouTube, and I subscribe to different channels and speakers as well. And one which I've talked about before on this podcast is Elevation down in North Carolina. I listen to Stephen Furtick, and he does these short little videos that are great. And especially when I'm on the treadmill, I can watch it, I can hear something. So this one video just popped up on my feed, and it looked interesting. So I hit play. And he starts talking about people feeling cut off. Now, this video was not current. It was probably from 10 years ago, but it just happened to pop up on my YouTube channel. And he's talking about how we're feeling cut off from our goals, cut off from parts of life, when really... God is not cutting us off. He's cutting us back. And then he starts to explain about how when you cut back plants, it's for a reason, and it's in the right season so that they may come back fuller and stronger and more beautiful than before. So what he was saying is God hasn't cut you off. He's cut you back. And when he's cut you back, it's only because he's getting you ready for a comeback. So this this exact thing was on my mind, and God knew that, and, and He knew that that was a language that I would understand what He was trying to tell me in this season of my life. And I thought this was a message that's so important to all of us right now, that while we're feeling cut off while we're feeling like our life has shrunk back in many ways and we're limited. And for many of us, we're feeling the stress and the anxiety of being cut back in many areas. Maybe it's financial. Maybe it's in the relationships that we've had. Maybe if it's even in our own opportunities that we had before that no longer are there. And I felt like God was really saying, there's a reason for this cutback and it is the cutback that is going to precede the comeback. Later on that day, I was looking at my email and I received a message from one of the other speakers that I subscribed to. He's actually a writer and he is prophetic. And he was talking about this comeback that was coming. So there I I feel like I heard God say the same thing to me twice. And that wasn't the end of it. There were other things that resonated this message. So I knew it was something that I had to think about. And sometimes when we hear from God, we we take in that word, but we don't actually sit there and think about it and meditate and ask God, okay, what does this mean? What are you trying to show me? What are you trying to tell me with this sign or this word or this message that I'm receiving? And I highly encourage you to do that. Even if it's a scripture or a verse that you that keeps popping up in different places for you sit there for 15 or 20 minutes and ask god to tell you more about it and the Holy Spirit will do that. I think God is waiting for us one, and I think I've said this before, one to make time for him and two to expect that he's going to speak to us and it, and like I've said before, it may not happen in that moment, but I think even when we give him that time, God honors that time. It might happen later in our day, but it happens. so I just started thinking about this whole idea of being cut back and pruning, and what is that about? and because I'm a little bit of a science stork i Wanted to do a little bit of research on that. So I started looking up why do we cut back plants? Why My kids call me such the plant nerd. I mean, they can't even deal with me when we're outside walking around. I'm pointing out different plants. And and this has all happened in a year, so it's amazing how people can change. Why I also wanted to learn a little bit more about this is because I know God created nature before He created man. And from what I've seen and studied about God, He's placed quite a few blueprints in nature that might give us an understanding not only about the character of God, but His relationship to us— And I think there are clues and life lessons when we start understanding that we are reflective of nature because all of it, has come out of God. And all of us reflect the image of God, nature, man, animals in some way. So there are things about all of us that are interconnected. And as we learn about them, we also learn more about God. So as I was learning a little bit about why we cut back plants, what I found in the research, it says the top of the plant, which is the apex, that's the part that grows first, produces a hormone called auxin. And that auxin, when it's produced at a certain level by the top of that plant, it can actually inhibit the growth of the shoots below it. So it actually stifles the growth of the overall plant, but the top grows fast and grows taller and sometimes even out of control. So that's why we want to cut it back so those other shoots and that parts of the plant can bloom and blossom. And this right away spoke to me because I think about all the time, how much do we want to run ahead of God? How much do we want things in our timing and our way. And we have the plan, we have the vision for it, and we want to run ahead of it. We want the answers now, and we don't want to wait on God's timing. And when I say we don't want to wait on God's timing, we don't want to wait period as a culture, especially when we know something, especially when we want something, we want it fairly quickly. But when we do that, We miss vital opportunities for growth. And in fact, some of those opportunities can be inhibited when we're running forward without God. So I think in this timing, in this delay, in this season that we're being cut back, it's really important to think about what are the ways that God is asking us to grow right now? What are the ways that He's pruning us? And I'm gonna talk about that in just a minute. So it. what was interesting is after I heard that piece of it, after I read that little piece of research, I was looking at another sermon that popped across my YouTube, and this pastor was talking about when you know your purpose, when you know your gifts, when you know your goals, and God makes you wait. He makes you take the long way around to getting there. And what he said was really interesting. He said, God has to make sure your heart is ready for your gift. He has to make sure your heart is ready for your gift or for you to step into your purpose. Because if not, that gift or that purpose will put you in places and spaces that your heart is not mature enough to handle. And then the blessing that God has for you will feel like a curse. I thought that was so profound, because it talks about maturity and spiritual maturity. And yes, you might be ready to step into that purpose, but are you going to be emotionally, psychologically, and spiritually ready to be in that place? We say at all times, new levels, new devils. There are new challenges at whatever level that you attain. So we have to make sure that we're aligned with what God is doing in every season of our life, because that alignment really is preparation for the next. And really, in this time that we're in right now, there are so many opportunities for growth personally and spiritually, and that we're going to talk about in the next few episodes of the podcast. But I thought that was really profound, and it also kind of gave a purpose for this period of waiting. Now, the only way you're going to find out what God means for you in this time of waiting, because Your purpose in this time of waiting could be very different than mine or the next person. God has something for you specifically. So the only way to know what that is, is to spend time with God and to ask, and then to look and wait expectantly for what that answer is. Test me on this. Go out and do it every day this week and come back and tell me if you don't hear anything. I would be really surprised if that was the case. And if that is the case, talk to me about it because I'd love to walk you through what that looked like and what else you could do to connect with God. So I I continued my research on this whole idea of pruning. And what was interesting about pruning when it comes to plants is that it's one of the most important processes for maintaining the plants. And not only is it an art, it's an art because it's very specific how you have to prune the plant, you have to know how to make the cuts properly, but it's also a science because the timing of pruning is essential depending on the type of plant. There are some plants you prune in the winter, there's some you prune in the spring, and depending on the species and the types of plant, in order to get the fullest bloom, you have to know the season in which you're cutting them back. And this too resonated with me spiritually. We might see other people going through this pandemic just fine. It doesn't seem like they're lacking anything. It doesn't seem like they're missing anything because maybe their season of pruning is different than yours. And we can't compare our journey to that of those around us, even people of faith, because our timing might be different than someone else's. But because God is so specific, He knows the art, He knows the science, of pruning. He knows how to make the cuts that you need in your life to get to the next level of your purpose and his plan for your life. He's going to do it. And it might look very different than the person right next to you. Are you bored with my plant talk yet? Because I got more. A year ago, I would have been like, okay, this crazy plant lady needs to stop. But I have a little bit more to share with you. And what was interesting also about pruning is some of this has to do with the size of the plant in relation to the size of the root system below the ground. Because we have to maintain a balance for that plant to grow between the size of its roots and the size of the plant. When the plant grows so big that the roots are not deep enough and wide enough to sustain it, then we stop seeing healthy growth. So we cut back the plant so that there's a balance between between the roots and the plant and then especially when we cut back the plant quite a bit when that when that pruning is severe when we cut it far back then we actually have a larger root system to nourish the plant, to give it water, to give it nutrients, to send it up into the roots and grow it essentially to give it life. And how often do we hear in the Bible about roots? We need our roots to be strong, to be established, to be spread out and strong so that we are going to be able to actually align ourselves and walk in the purposes that God has for us. We're not, going to grow out of control. We're not going to run ahead of God. And when I was learning about this balance between the root system, having steady, strong roots to then nourish that plant, it reminded me of the verse in Jeremiah, which I love, Jeremiah 17, 8. Blessed are those who trust in the Lord, who have made the Lord their hope and their confidence. They are like trees planted along a riverbank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by heat or worried by long months of drought, their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. I want to ask you, are you worried right now? Have you stopped producing fruit? Are you worried about what is to come? The unknown, the anxiety that is pervasive in our time and in our culture right now. If that is the case, we have to go back to the roots. We have to strengthen our roots. We have to draw from the water that never runs dry, that is always ready to give us life, to give us purpose in the midst of a drought and in the heat, as I'm experiencing today, this heat wave. So this is a time for us to really strengthen those roots so that when we come back, we can come back fuller and more beautiful and more fruitful and the idea of fuller is interesting because as we talked about the plant before, as that plant grows, that apex of the plant grows, as it grows tall, it inhibits the growth below and we don't grow full. So essentially we're growing in one dimension, right? We're growing straight forward and, and top. We're focused on the height and getting to that top place the goal, the purpose, whatever it is. But when we're talking about full growth, we're talking about growth in all dimensions. And I thought about this because our personal growth and our spiritual growth has never been one-dimensional. It's not just about reaching the highest height. It's who you are in the process. It's who you're becoming. It's your perspective on life, on other people, your goals, your values, and what is at the center of your heart. And that is far more important to God. He's far more concerned with who we are, and who we are becoming than what we can accomplish. And then when our heart becomes aligned, when our purposes, when our goals, when our values, when we can become fruitful in these seasons of waiting, when we can find purpose in the drought then when we step into that place of blessing, of purpose, of accomplishment, of, the, of moving forward, we're able to do it with our whole, full, healthy self. It does not become a one-dimensional experience, which then, as that pastor said, the blessing can feel like a curse. So this week, I've been asking God, what do you want to prune for my life right now? Because if this is a time of pruning, and this is the message I've been getting, show me what it is. And pruning can be in different areas of your life. For me, the big one that God's been speaking to me about is distractions. I have to begin to prune distractions for my life. And there's a reason why we're distracted right now. There's many reasons. Part of it is that numbing out that I talked about as a defense. Mechanism. And I'm going to talk about distractions specifically next week on Soulful Sundays and what distractions really are spiritually. But they can be distractions, they can be relationships that are toxic, that are not getting us. To the places we need to be that are not allowing us to function in a healthy way. There's so many different areas of our life that we might be experiencing some pruning, and it may feel like we're cut off, but I want you to remember this message about being cut back so that when we go back, we're not going back to normal, but rather God is calling us to embrace a new way of healthy living, mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually fuller and stronger and with deeper, wider roots than we've had before. And the only way we can do that is if we start asking the questions and start looking at this time where we feel cut off from our regular life as actually something that's very specific and intentional by God, and it's specific and intentional in your life. And it may not look like the lives around you, But God has allowed it for a purpose so that you can come back fuller and stronger. And what I loved was when Stephen Furtick said, the cutback only means that there's going to be a comeback, and that comeback is going to be better than what you started with. So after all this was done, I finally made the time to call my plant lady and ask her, okay, I have these plants. It's a Veronica that's growing out of control. Tell me what I should do about it. And she was so kind. She's actually like a plant goddess because she knows everything about every plant. She knows like all their Latin names and can just spout them out like that. And she said to me, that's very normal. So I want you to cut it back to six inches, which meant I was cutting like two feet off each of those stems and these stems that had grown, but not in the way that I wanted them to grow. So she said, cut it back, which seemed really harsh to cut it back to six inches, but then she said to me, and when they grow back, they are going to grow back and they're going to grow back more beautifully than they were before. And I said, okay, that was then my third message. I heard the same message three times. I heard it from different places. And this is a message God had for me this week. And this is the message I wanted to give you So think about it, meditate on it, see what it means in your life, in this season of your life, and know that you have not been put on hold, you have not been cut off, but like the gardeners who know the art of pruning and who know the science of pruning, they know where to make the cuts and they know the right time. God is doing that in your life right now and in mine. And it's worth us giving the time to ask a little bit more about it. So I hope this has been helpful to you. You've bared with me on my plant journey for the week. Who would have thought, God, this is what I'm saying, God speaks through anything. All He wants is our attention and He will speak. And send me stories about how God is speaking to you because that's always encouraging and exciting to me. We need to encourage each other with these stories that God really is present and He hears everything and He sees everything and He wants to be a part of it. And we can do that for each other by sharing our stories. So have a great week. Be well, live full. And I will be back next Sunday on Soulful Sundays to talk about distraction. But this next Wednesday, we're going to talk a little bit about what self-care looks like during this time. Have a great week and I'll be back soon. Thanks for listening today. And if you have a second, go on the Apple Podcast app and rate this podcast. I want to know what you liked and what you didn't like and what you want more of. And connect with me. I'd love to hear from you on any of my social media at Nero Feliciano, The Incidental Therapist on Facebook, and Nero Feliciano on Instagram. And you can also connect with me through my website, Nero Feliciano. So until the next time, have a great day. Be well and live full.